evening. Thank you for coming. We continue our discussion of the Hilchot Rosh Hashanah. The Yishchad says, No agim li tanot Erev Rosh Hashanah. We have the Minag to fast on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Anyone have that Minag? No, not so much. Okay, so let's, uh, let's talk about this Minag because I, I feel like uh, it's, it's an important one. So Erev Rosh Hashanah, we have the Minag to fast. So there is a little bit of a discussion, should I fast the entire day? Should I fast the entire day? So in general, uh, we typically do not have fast days that fall out on Erev Chag, right, leading into a holiday, uh, and typically not leading into Shabbos. There is an exception that we have to that, nowadays at least, which is, anyone? Asar B'tevet. Asar B'tevet we will do on a Friday. We did it, I don't know, a couple years ago. Uh, that is learned out specifically because we have a pasuk that tells us that it was Be'etzim specifically on that day. So we say, all right, fine. If it's, even if it's Friday going into Shabbos, we'll do it uh, in that manner. But in general, we try to avoid it for two possible reasons. Reason number one is that we don't want you to enter Shabbos or Yontif in a state where you are mi'uneh, when you are afflicted, right? We want you to go into Shabbos and into Yontif in a good mood, right? Even though it's crazy at home and you gotta get this ready and the kids in the bath and whatever. But, right, but we want you to enter into a good mood. If you've been fasting all day, so you're gonna be in a state which is mi'uneh, you're uncomfortable, you're unhappy, that we don't want, so we would tell you in general to go ahead and to avoid it. There's another reason that's brought down is that it's a little bit of a concern of what we call chukot akum, that apparently, other nations of the world, I'm not familiar with all their religions, but apparently they would feast, or they would first have their fast, and then they would feast afterwards. So because that seems to be more of a non-Jewish idea, so we try to avoid that in general. That one's also a little bit complicated. Why? Because we have a fast that goes into a holiday. Anyone know which one that is? Purim. Purim, yeah. Okay, so how does that work? All right, I don't know. So everything is in it. You know, every rule has an exception, whatever the case may be. So two different possible reasons. What's that? This is the next day in Achanami, right? But it seems like maybe we shouldn't have such a structure. Okay, we have to talk a little bit about what is the nature of the fast of, of uh, Tanit Esther, which we've talked about a little bit in the past, that maybe it's part of Purim itself, okay? Maybe a topic for a different discussion, fine, whatever the case may be. So in general, we don't go into Shabbos or into Yontif uh, fasting, either because we don't want you to be mi'unah or because that's the practice of those who are not Jewish. So comes along this minog that says we're supposed to fast on Erev Rosh Hashanah. A lot of uh, the uh, later poskim say, but don't go all the way until Rosh Hashanah itself because of either of these concerns. So then how long should I go? Again, here you have different opinions among the poskim. Some suggest you go all the way until Plag HaMincha, right, which is like similar to when we would daven uh, in the summertime. Okay, so go all the way until then. You daven Mincha, and then you go ahead and you eat, and that way you don't go into uh, Rosh Hashanah while you are fasting. No concern of Chukurakum, no concern of being Meunet. Okay, there might have other concerns, right, that you're not really supposed to have big meals, right, as you go into Yantif. Fine, others suggest maybe just go until... Mincha Gedola, which is a half hour after Chatzot, a half hour after Yalachic midpoint of the day. And that way, you've done a little bit, right? We have, it in general, a concept in Halacha, when we apply it, not so clear, but a Miksara Yom Kekulo, that you spent some of the day engaged in the practice, and maybe it counts as all the day. So we suggest that maybe you should fast uh, until Chatzot or until Mincha Gedola, and then go from there. Ideally, you should have Mincha first, if that's not a possibility, so you go ahead and you could eat. For whatever reason, it seems like this minag has fallen by the wayside, at least in most of the communities that I've been affiliated with, but uh, I think it's uh, not a bad minag, right? To skip uh, your morning cup of coffee and your breakfast, right? And then to eat lunch a little bit later, I think is not the worst thing in the world. Why would we encourage you to fast, right? Because we want you to know that upcoming is a Yom Hadin, it's a day of judgment. It's important for us that we enter in the right uh, proper mind frame. Obviously, there are elements of happiness, right? We're not going to be in mourning as we go into the Yom Hadin, even though, right, the tour we've talked about in the past says that maybe we should dress in black and don sackcloth or all the other mourning practices because we're so concerned. 
says, no, we're, we're confident that Hashem is going to do a nace for us. He's going to take good care of us. Right? So there are elements of happiness, but we want to strike the proper balance, make sure people know what they're getting themselves into. It is a day of judgment. We want to make sure that they are uh, adequately prepared. One of the best ways to do that is by fasting, removing myself from the physical and being able to focus a little bit more on uh, the spiritual. So to take half the day to do that, I think is probably not the end of the world. And that's what I would encourage everyone to do. Just go until Chatzot, go until Mincha Gidola, half hour. We'll, we'll put the time up on our calendar, and then you know uh, uh, what you could do. If not, okay, not. But I think it's a good thing to do nonetheless. Rabbi Chanayim, Rabbi Kashmir, Rabbi Tzach,